Welcome to the PT Legends Podcast, where co-hosts Dave Bess and myself, Scott Carpenter, share our journey in secrets of success. From our humble beginnings as personal training employees of a big box gym, to struggling studio owners that have made every mistake in the book, to where we are now, the owners of a multi-seven-figure business operating multiple personal training studios internationally, and now coach and mentor to fitness professionals in five countries and counting. This is our story, and these are our secrets. Subscribe to our podcast, learn, take action, and build your own fitness empire. Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the PT Legends Show. I am your host, Scott Carpenter, and I have a special guest today. Our episode is with special guest Jason Brown. And he's gone from CrossFit gym owner to being the greatest of all time of exercise program and the creator of the Conjugate X Conditioning Method. Before we get to that, of course, this episode is brought to you by PT Legends, where we help you shatter the glass ceiling in your business by teaching you the exact steps on how to, at the very least, double your currently monthly rates for new clients and charge your true value. What if every client paid two to three times more than they currently are? How would that change your business more importantly, how would that change your life? This is what we teach you how to do without any more work than you're already doing. If you're interested, go to ptlegends.com or book a call from the link in the show notes if you're ready to learn more. Now, back to the show. Jason Brown, welcome. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And any listeners that are in the CrossFit world or uh, conditioning world will probably recognize uh, your name because you have had... Uh, pretty big transition. You were, was it first and foremost, a CrossFit gym owner? Was there something before? Where were you before that? Well, so it's, it's kind of a long story, um, but I can boil it down into, I got involved in fitness at a very young age. My mother was a power lifter and I got involved in strength conditioning early on in my high school career. And that kind of led me to one of the coaches that was probably the biggest influence on me as far as my own programming, as well as learning about the conjugate method. Um, and after college, I got involved with CrossFit because I was going into the military. And at the time, this is back in 2006, which really makes me feel old. <laughs> but uh, and back in the in that time, there wasn't a whole lot as far as uh, you know energy systems development, conditioning, and you know for me, I knew that that was a weakness. And it kind of sparked my interest in looking into CrossFit. And I knew that there was a guy at the local gym that I was uh, at the time working at who was doing CrossFit. So uh, I would say strength and conditioning, CrossFit, military, then to a box owner. Um, and, you know, kind of fast forward, there was a synergy between the conjugate system, which was my, you know, kind of my intro to, to real strength training with energy systems development and and kind of blending those two together was what I would say put me on the map. I know that's what what uh, sparked interest from other gym owners as to the why behind my programming. People saw our programming and knew that it was very different. And my my goal when we opened was to do things differently. And that's, I think, one of the beauties of, of owning a CrossFit gym is that you've got complete autonomy. You can really do things your own way, which I think is probably a blessing and a curse, but for mm -hmm. us, I think it was a blessing because, you know, I was able to use what I learned from the conjugate system and connect that with more of the aerobic conditioning methods and, and all the things that CrossFit opened my eyes to, 
um, which again, kind of facilitated this whole other thing happening with starting my, my online business and then, you know, programming for other CrossFit boxes and having that really lead me to where I'm at present day. So, um, I think that's the quickest I've ever done my background. <laughs> well, I was shocked to, uh, <clears throat> when we got introduced, I was shocked to know how many PT legends clients like already those that not everybody's CrossFit gym owners, but decent amount of them. Sure. How many knew you, right. And had hired you to some degree because you are considered kind of like the, the best when it comes to programming. And regardless of whether it was for their gyms or even for themselves, I know a lot of them that, that have hired or worked with you. Um, just because you do really have that that clout of doing um, things better than just about everybody. Um, so yeah, you you kind of developed a, a big name in that. How did that come about? Well, so I would say that my my biggest strength is probably um, working with, I mean, people in the CrossFit realm as well as myself, we're very type A. You know, we're very motivated by making gains and seeing the progress and seeing our hard work pay off. And, you know, for me, I, I always kind of considered myself a strength guy. That was where my original background in strength and conditioning originated. It was, you know, I, people say strength conditioning back then, and it was really just more strength. The conditioning wasn't what it is today. Um, so you know, I knew for me myself that conditioning was sort of a weakness. And I think that's what CrossFit brought to the table for me. I realized that there was this whole other world that I didn't know existed, or at least I knew it existed, but I didn't know how to really tap into it. Mm -hmm. um, so that really just put me on this quest to make conditioning my strength and understand it and know how um, it, it works the actual physiology of understanding the aerobic system. And, you know, a lot, a lot of the work I did in graduate school was, was on the aerobic system and exercise metabolism. So I think for, for those things, combining strength and conditioning, that would be, you know, where I would say that I am, I am, uh, you know, my best attribute to, to the world of, of fitness. Um, there are certainly other people that I think, you know, if you wanted to find someone that was like a hypertrophy coach or someone training, you know, bodybuilders or fitness or figure, whatever, whatever you call it, um, that certainly isn't my realm. But for the people that I work with in the CrossFit space or coming from the CrossFit space, they tend to be a really, really good fit for my style of training. Um, and honestly, that's it's much easier for someone like me because I can connect with those people. That's who I am. So, um, so I don't even know if that answers your original question, but, but that's kind of what I think has allowed me to really make my mark with both, you know, using the conjugate method in conjunction with aerobic training and how do you do mm -hmm. those two things well within the same week of training? Because it was always one of those things where, you know, you know, there's something called the interference effect where if you have dissimilar styles of training and within the same week of training, one takes away from the other. So how do you get those two to synergistically work together and I think that's, you know, something I've really put a lot of time into over the last decade of just understanding even down to, you know, the cellular level of what is going on and how can we maximize both ends of the spectrum? Um, because people that are in CrossFit or, or maybe they're coming from CrossFit and they are onto something else want to still do conditioning. You know, they're not people that are going to just train for hypertrophy. Mm -hmm. They want both. And yeah. I again, that's who I am. So it makes it very easy to connect with people like that and, and, and understand what they're looking for. Um, so right now, I mean, I work with almost all 
people that are again, like ex CrossFitters still want to be like strong, still want to hit PRs, consider themselves like an everyday athlete, but maybe they're not actually competing in some type of sport or, or anything, a powerlifting, Olympic lifting, go down the list of, of different things that we can still compete in as we get older. They still care about their strength, their conditioning, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, I want to keep that is, and that's, and that's what, you know, most programs you look at usually one or the other. And I think that's what makes my program so different is that you get kind of the benefits of something like CrossFit, but also without having to burn out, without having to, yeah. to lead to overuse injury and having some balance as far as the strength side of things is concerned. So people can make gains in both body composition without all of the negative effects that could be associated with just doing high intensity exercise all the time. That's great. That's great. And guys, can you, you can see how specific Jason is kind of with like who this is for. Right. And, um, and you know, that's the important thing, you know, it's, this is why if we tie this into price, right. And how do you max it? Cause that's a lot of what, what Dave and I and will teach us. How do you command amazing prices? And if you're selling commodities, you can't do that, right? And if you're selling sessions and memberships, it's still hard to do that. Like you're, you're selling the solution. You're selling the solution to what people are actually looking for. And that has opened up the doors because when you're a CrossFit gym, you probably were charging normal CrossFit rates, right? Yes. Yeah. How, how yeah, did that? 200, did, 200 bucks a month. Um, so even on the higher end. So it. This is, this is a, it's, it's an interesting, uh, you know, I, I, it's hard. It's right. It's hard owning a CrossFit gym. Um, we grew very quickly. We had a, a, a great business. Um, you know, as far as our, our actual numbers, um, as far as our average revenue per member and uh, our profit margin, we were, we were doing pretty well, but what is pretty well, mm-hmm. my wife and myself were working. 60, 70, 80 hours a week. This is before we had kids. I can't even imagine doing it now with kids. Um, but you know, anywhere from 60 to 80 hours a week. And I think we were taking home about a hundred K a year, which again was, was fine then. Um, if that was the case now with three young kids, it would be very, very tough, uh, living on that. So, um, yeah, I mean, we weren't doing any, I mean, there was no, we had no high ticket. I did do a lot of PT, but I wasn't charging nearly what I should have been yeah. charging. Um, and you know, with, to that end too, it wasn't very specific who I wanted to work with. And I think that now knowing what I know about business and just niching down and working with the ideal client, because again, I, I said it early on, like if I had someone come to me that says, Hey, I want to do a bodybuilding show. I'd say, you got the wrong coach. I'm not a bodybuilding coach and I'm not a bodybuilder. I've never done a bodybuilding show. So it wouldn't make sense for me to work with someone like you, Um, but again, the people that are the best clients for me, both one-on-one as well as using any of my programs or my app are by and large ex CrossFit athletes. They did CrossFit for five, six, seven years. Uh, some of them even longer. Um, and they got to a point where they just fell out of love or they were not in alignment with the style of training anymore, but they still wanted to hit PRs. They want to look good naked, all those great things. Um, and they, do very well personality wise. I think that's something that we always need to consider as coaches is that it doesn't matter what I think is good. 
it matters what is in alignment with someone's personality, their neurological profile. If someone's very type B and they want to work with me as a coach, we're probably not going to work well together because I'm very type A. Um, so I think that looking at the profile of an individual is just as important as anything else. If you want to bring on new clients and bring on PT, it's going to be much, you'll be much more successful if you really niche down and say, who can I work with the best? Um, and who can I connect with? Cause maybe I've been there and done the thing that they want to do. Um, that is, I feel very, very powerful. And I think, you know, back when I owned a gym, it was kind of like, well, I just got to serve everyone. Right. It was like, I'll take anyone to, you know, and I think that there is a level of when you are a new coach or a trainer that you do take anything you can get. And it does broaden your, your expertise. It gives you more experience. But I think as far as longevity goes and, and having a successful business, if you can niche down and really figure out who is the best client for you to work with that, you know, you're going to obviously be able to help in the most profound way. I think there's really a lot to be said for that. And that becomes especially important when uh, you, you're going online and building an online business, which we'll get to you with within a bit, um, becomes incredibly important for that. Um, everything becomes easier when you niche down with 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 online coaching. And but that was actually kind of like your your third step, really. So you had the CrossFit gym, mm -hmm. you and your wife are both working in it. You're clearing a hundred k, which is good. But when you're when you're working that many hours, and there's two of you. There's two of Correct. you. So keep that in mind, guys. It's not 50K, like 50K. Yeah. So 50K a year. Right. Um, and yeah, <laughs> working I mean, those for, hours with that overhead, with that risk, right. with the bullshit. We all know the bullshit we deal with. Mm -hmm. that, that gets tough over the long haul. It really does. I did my P&Ls yesterday um, for my gyms. And guys, if, if you learn how to charge correctly, like I looked at one of mine, um, I don't want to say which one it was. But uh, I, I also have a, a partner in it, right? And if you exclude part, like what they're getting paid as employee in there, if you look at the total like take home to to the partners, okay, um, I want to say it was thirty one thousand and change on the profit end, total profit going to the owners from one location that was about twenty one hundred square feet. The revenue wow. was. I don't know, only like 56 or 57 last month, something like that. Yeah, but that's really good. But if you go, you can, so like, what is that? 31, so that's like 360, 70K yep. on an annual basis. Like that's that's pretty damn good, right? That's pretty, That's you should be able to run it like that. And price is the only way you can make that happen. You, you can't just, it's not a volume game. And like, no, you know, as soon as you go too high in volume, then you need more space. Right. Well, that's, and that's exactly enough. what we did. We, we, uh, we chased numbers and we thought that I think that almost every gym owner thinks that everything will be better when I get to a hundred members or a hundred for us, it was 200. We were at 150 to like 170 and we were the magic number for us was like 200. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were, we got to a point where we were hovering right around 200 for a while. And, and honestly, I don't think I look at many of the different like aspects of what changed with more people. And I I would say for me personally, the things that changed weren't, weren't necessarily the overhead. Um, they did change. Don't get me wrong. But for me, the emotional toll of more mm -hmm. people and more personalities and more complaining, it was, it, it got very, very tricky. And I, I'm, you know, unfortunately I'm not great 
back then I was even worse. I mean, now I'm much better with it, but, uh, it was, you know, we took a lot of that stuff home with us, uh, trying to really do as, as good as we could for everyone that was coming in. And, you know, you always have like the people that are, you know, you get a few people that complain and almost everyone's happy, but then you get a few people that complain and what do we do? We end up focusing on the people that complain and not, you know, the other 90% that are happy. And, and that part for me was, was definitely tough. And towards the end was made it much easier to, to walk away. But, mm-hmm. um, but, but yeah, I mean, there's, you're, you're doing a lot of work and if you're not charging what you should be charging, then I, I think, I mean, there's, there's, there's problems to that, obviously, you know, just for your bottom line, but there's also problems. I think that, you know, yeah. you start resenting people because you're like, Hey, I should be charging more. You resent yourself or you resent other people because you're not charging them what you should be charging them. Right. Yep. Yep. It's, it's a very hard thing. It's a very mm-hmm. hard thing. And, and usually, I mean, you can service people better when you have fewer of them. It's fewer clients, greater impact is, is oh, really what the name of the game is. Um, and, and you recently even went through that with one of your yes. online businesses too, which is, we, mm-hmm. we talked about that before we hopped on, which is cool. So, and we'll kind of get into that. So you <clears throat> had to cross the thing. You're making good money comparatively, but still yes. that's, that's not, not enough. Not where not I, I mean, not where I wanted to be for sure. Right. I mean, it wasn't, you know, I remember having a conversation with my wife, we were in our kitchen and this is before we even owned a house. It's like 2014 uh, or 15. And I just said, you know, what, what's like the end game here. This is before mm-hmm. I had the online, I think I had a few clients and I was making like maybe, you know, a couple grand extra a month. Um, but I just said, what's, you know, what if in a year from now we're still in the same place? And, you know, for me, just being very, you know, motivated and always wanting to you know, push my limits on all ends, whether it be as a business owner, as an athlete, I just didn't see, I didn't see the future there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, lo and behold, things happened organically for me and, you know, the rest is history. But uh, at that point in time, I just, I couldn't foresee doing it much longer. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I just didn't know that. I just knew that what I was doing was getting further and further away from where I wanted to be. And I just, I, again, I just kind of fell out of alignment with, with that thing as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was definitely tricky, but luckily, you know, the universe had my back and then things worked out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you started like, uh, you started doing programming for other CrossFit gyms then for like what they would do in their businesses. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So I was in a business group back, uh, at that time. And, um, there was, I think one guy who wanted programming and there was a few other people that were asking about my programming Cause back then it was like, everyone had their programming right on their website. You could see what the workout mm-hmm. of the day is. Um, and a lot of the local gyms were like, what are you guys what are you guys doing? What I don't, they just didn't understand it. And I think obviously, again, having a background in strength and conditioning before CrossFit it certainly helped like one, you know, things wouldn't have worked the way they did without it. So, uh, there was one gym that wanted me to write their programming and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll write your program. I didn't really know how I would do it or how I would deliver it. I mean, it didn't have a website or anything like that. Um, so I just used a Google spreadsheet and I had my wife design me a, a Google sheet with like my logo. I made up, you know, the the name of the business came very easily. It was box programming. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, couldn't be any more niche down. That's what, one of the beauties of that business is there was never a question about what it was or who it was for. 
if you owned a box and you needed programming, then I was your guy, right? So I had one client and uh, he was just having his, his members were having incredible success and, you know, word of mouth just took off from there. I think within, you know, a few months time, I had like 10 clients. Um, and what was really crazy is it was, a, I think almost a year in, um, and I had like a hundred clients all on their, wow. own, on their own Google sheet. Which wow. is crazy to say now, because I mean, you know, the amount of technology we have with delivering programming now is, you know, far beyond that. But um, I had everyone on their own Google sheet and I was like, okay, I think it's time. Like we got to develop a website. We got to develop some type of delivery. Um, we need to be able to like automate this a little bit because there's just no way I can keep this pace with this many people and mm-hmm. have them all on their own individual sheet where I'm updating. Um, and it just kind of became its own its own thing where within a short period of time, I was making a lot more money working online than I was in person. So, and it's funny, my wife, like a year earlier said to me, you know, you enjoy programming so much for our gym, like too bad you couldn't get paid to write programming. (laughs) And I, I, I'll never forget like that day when, where she, where she was, when she said that I was on my laptop, like sitting on the couch in our, uh, you know, uh, we rented a house back then. Um, really, really tiny. It was like a six, 600 square foot house. This is back when we were making, you know, a hundred K collectively. And, um, you know, that was really all we could afford back then to, to still have some money left over. But I just remember everything about that day, what she said to me. And, and, uh, it's funny. I, I look back like now where we lived and just have like so much gratitude for, for where we come from and where Mm -hmm. we're at now. But, um, but it really just, it grew very fast. And I, I tried to keep up with it as much as I could and getting someone to build me a website and a delivery system that certainly helped. And it evolved a few times, but I came to the conclusion pretty quick that there was really either there was, there was one decision to make and it was to get me out of the, out of the gym. Yeah. So I told my wife, I said, by first of the year, I want to be out of the gym. And she was like, well, I really don't want to run the gym without you. And I was like, well, can, can I swear on this podcast? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Shit, damn. Um, I've been holding myself back. I usually <laughs> drop at least a few F-bombs, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's yeah. let's sell a gym. And it's funny. I, I had a member in the back of my mind who was like always enamored with by like the idea of owning a gym and, oh, it must be so great. You like you can take naps during the day. Any gym owners that are listening are fucking laughing right now because you guys know that we're not taking naps. There was no naps happening. It was you know, it's a complete grind all day long, right? You're in between, in between classes or clients or whatever. I mean, you, you've got just a mountain of shit you need to be doing. So, um, I had that guy in the back of my mind and I was like, Hey man, I want to like have a conversation with you, but I need you to sign an NDA first. I didn't want it to get out that I was selling the gym. And sure enough, he sold, he signed the NDA and I was like, I want to sell my business. Are you interested in buying it? Two weeks later, we had a signed deal. And wow, the gym, the gym that was, was sold. that was quick and easy, very, very quick, very easy. And again, like I, I'm a big believer in that. Like, you know, these things come together. Like, I'm, I'm big, I'm big into manifesting. I believe that I can, you can manifest anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and and everything was just in my favor with, with finally doing the right job, being in the right place, being in alignment with what I was doing, and that's like an unstoppable force. When you have that much energy behind you, 
Nothing was going to stop me. And I knew that we would sell a business very quickly. And sure enough, we did, which again, gave us more money to just like lean on just in case that this new business didn't work out. Like, well, we've got some, you know, some breathing room just in case. Um, so yeah, the business grew. I went from, I went from making 50 K a year to 480 K a year in, I think it was 18 months. And not bad. That's a little bit of a lifestyle shift. It's a little bit of a lifestyle shift. I, I went from, you know, having massive overhead to no overhead. Nothing. Yeah. Basically nothing. And the, you know, the, the reality was, you know, you could, you can write off, you know, so many different things, you know, your, your office space and, um, you know, various things that, that relate to that. So I, I, yeah, it was, it was in a, we're in a really good place with that. I mean, of course we, we, uh, we pay, we paid a ton more in taxes, but when you pay a ton more, it's okay because you're making a lot more, right? All right. It's a good problem so, to have. Exactly. But, but yeah, that, that turned into its own thing. And, you know, fast forward to, to present day, I actually sold that business. Um, box programming is, I no longer own it. I sold it to a coach that I had running it when I started to kind of make a, we started to make a shift uh, towards more one-on-one programming. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'd always done and always wanted to get back to doing. So we started making kind of that shift. And then, you know, the education side of things just happened organically. People, more people wanted to know about the methods. They wanted to know about the why, and they wanted to know how to use that own the, that style of programming. Cause people were having the results people were getting from box programming was just, I mean, we were hearing about hundred pound PRs all the time. And I, it, it sounds like I'm, I'm bullshitting saying that, but we would hear about that all the time. And it, you know, of course it was people that just didn't have the exposure to really good programming. Um, so there's a lot of room. You get those beginner like gains again that you got when you first started CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were hearing about that all the time and you know, I wasn't doing any paid marketing or anything like that back then. It was all just content. So I was writing lots of art. Anytime someone had a question like, Hey, why are we doing farmer carries? I would write an article about it. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing accessory work? Why are we doing all single joint work? I write an article about it. And then I, you know, started writing articles for sites like T nation and elite FTS. And that, uh, you know, that was the best marketing that I could have ever done. Um, because people still read that those articles and people still come to me from those articles. So, you know, the content piece I feel is, a. people always ask me, like, how do I get clients, you know, that, that are trying to make the shift online? I'm like, well, you know, you should be giving away a lot of free value, you know, give people free programming, give them, you know, put a, you know, make a lead magnet. That's a free program here, download my free program. And if people do it, they download it and they do it and it works. You're probably going to get a new client from that. Right. Um, so I just did a ton of that stuff. Just not even really, you know, I didn't know back then the power that it would mm-hmm. have, but um, you know, that's the stuff that really built my business now. And we sell, you know, two, two, 250 programs, PDF programs a month uh, consistently, you know, and that's not doing any paid. I don't do any paid marketing for that. We're kind of getting into more paid for our, for our course right now, but I'm learning quickly that that's a, a language of in and of itself. And luckily I have oh, my sure. wife on board that handles uh, all of that stuff, but, uh, but, but yeah, you know, there's just a tremendous amount of value in free value. And I think I heard a quote somewhere and I'm sure you'll probably agree with this, that the amount of free that you give away free value that you give away should almost like make you sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, yep. I always thought like, well, I've done all this free content for so long. I should like, 
I shouldn't, I shouldn't do it as much anymore. And, you know, I've learned quickly that, that the free stuff is, is forever. Do it because yeah. most people's problems is they don't know you. Mm. Right. And, and so I got to speak at the uh, NASM Optima conference in 2022 coming up. Um, and, and we had to do this little training on like how it, cause it's still virtual the mm-hmm. big companies. So how are they plans? It's still virtual, unfortunately, instead of in person. But, um, but th- there's this one doctor who's talking about like, cause they asked like, Hey, if you want to get permission for people to have your PowerPoint slides, you know, let us know. Right. And so he was asking, there was a group of us on there of the speakers and presenters and he didn't really want to do it. So he's asking like, is everybody, is that common? Cause like once it's out there, it's out there. And I'm like, just, just fucking do it. Just give it. Nobody's going to download this. I'm like, well, don't need this guy anymore. You know what I mean? And it's just like, give it. Cause the biggest problem that, that we all have is that nobody knows us. Mm-hmm. Right. You just need to get out there. And if you have some really good shit, they're going to want more. And that's the same thing with the book. Like the book is, is like our, our, our playbook, our manual. Sure. And, and even I got asked a question like, is this a good idea to put this out? And it's been out for like a month and a half now. And I can't tell you how many people are, are contacting me to be like, Hey, let's hop on a call. I want to know what it's like to work with you and do this in my gym. And the, the amount of interest in the leads and the interactions is so much higher than it was. And I gave my shit out for free, which mm-hmm. makes you nervous. Yeah. But it's, I agree with totally. you 100%. You need to do it. it. It It is. And like, you know, I, I, um, I, I released a book this, uh, geez, I can't remember now. It was the last, uh, April and it's, it's, you know, you can go buy it on Amazon. It's 25 bucks. And it's literally, it has got so much information, mm-hmm. so much programming. I mean, it is, I mean, I couldn't even put a price tag, how much is in there, how much information, how much work went into it. Um, but yet people will still spend the 25 bucks for the book and still come to me for one-on-one programming and pay me 3,500 bucks to work with me for six months. Yeah. So if, if that's mean, blown anybody's mind, if that's blown anybody's minds that they would pay just for the programming, right? 3,500 bucks guys. That's what's out there. Mm-hmm. Open your eyes. It's like, like, like Quaid from total recall. Open your mind. <laughs> right. The dude coming out of Arnold's stomach guys, people are all over the place wanting to do this. I mean, that's, that's, that's why the, the P and L that I shared with you, that's why we were able to get those P and L's is because people are looking for this. They're craving like be that person to do that. Um, well, I think that, you know, to that end, I think that one thing that I, I preach and I, you know, think that the business of box programming, working across the gyms and their, their clients getting just incredible results, results are king. So once you start getting results and your clients are having success and they're talking about you, um, and you can, you can charge a premium. I mean, results come with a premium. You can, you know, you can pay, I always say you can pay now or you can pay later. You got the people that were trying to find this free solution to their problems. And you know, at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, there's no, there's no solution. That's going to be the perfect solution that you can just buy packaged. The free, the the best solution is going to be, you work with me one-on-one. I tell that to everyone. You can buy my app right now. It's 27 bucks a month. You get a free week. It's 27 bucks a month. It's great programming. You'll get great results. But if you want the Lamborghini of training, 
You got to work with me one-on-one. Guess what? The Lamborghini costs a lot of money. Not a lot of people can afford a Lamborghini, but the people that can afford the Lamborghini know that that Lamborghini is unlike any mm-hmm. other car on the road. So, you know, that's what I say about training. I actually, I just had a woman sign up with me and I don't take many one-on-one clients. I only take about 20, 20 to 25 is like kind of my, my cap on that. Um, because it, you are, it is a, a very much time for money and there's a lot of interaction. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, it's 100% custom. There's no cookie cutter, anything to it. So, you know, I just had a woman sign up with me for, for six months and my six month rate to work with just for me for just programming, no nutrition, just programming, custom programming and coaching, um, is 3,500 bucks. And she actually said, wow, that's really, that's really fair. I thought it would be a lot more, mm-hmm. you know? So I, and I, you know, I'm, I'm just like, you know, if you got guys that are gym owners listening, like I, I, I would just like you, I thought that, holy shit, how can I charge that much? You know, even now, you know, I, I, uh, uh, will, when I get on a call with will, who I'm sure probably everyone listening knows who, Will, who will is right. Referring to Will Schiller, who's obviously a co-host on the PT legend podcast. Yeah. So I work with, I started working with will this past summer because I wanted to, kind of just take a better look at the one-on-one stuff I was doing um, because my wife handles a lot of the other stuff uh, behind the scenes with our business. Um, But the one-on-one is like my business. So I take ownership of it. I do, you know, most of the stuff, she still has a role with it, but I, you know, as far as like the mentoring process, it's kind of on me. So I wanted to work with Will and um, it is, I mean, Will is incredible. He's, I've worked with a lot of business coaches in the industry. Some really, really well-known guys that if I threw their names out, you probably know who they are. Um, and, and no, no one is even on the same level as well. The attention to detail, um, his integrity. I mean, just everything Everything. I've done with Will has been, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan for life, but needless to say, you know, he's been telling me for so long to just, you know, to go (laughs) every time I, I have a price point, it's like, it's always too low. And I, for a while, didn't believe him. I'm like, "Ah, I don't know if I can charge that much. That's a lot of money. Like who's going to mm-hmm. pay that? And you know, this kind of goes right back full circle to, to niching down to who your ideal client is, because I'll tell you guys that my ideal client is not in their twenties. They're not someone that's done two programs. They have done 10 plus programs. They are over 35. They are likely type A X CrossFit have done CrossFit, not for a year, probably five years at the minimum. They've probably competed in something and they're likely a parent or a professional on some level. Again, if someone comes to me and they fill out my application, it says they're 21 years old and they want a 500 pound back squat. I don't even, I don't even email them. That's Mm -hmm. the wrong client. You know, like they're not going to be the right fit for me. Um, So being very precise and strategic with who that person is, is how you charge what you're worth. Yeah. Again, Someone that can't afford a Lamborghini, you know, it is what it is, right? I'm not saying that they're a bad person, but I charge what I charge. You know, your price is your price. So um, if you're if someone's looking for a $27 a month program, guess what? I got it. Here you go. You want a, a PDF program that's 47 bucks? I have it. Grab it. No risk, no commitment, nothing. That stuff is there. But if there comes a point in your life when you really want to look under the hood, you really want to go deep and you re- want to get the best shape you've ever been in your entire life, I've got this over here. And it is going to be a lot more expensive, but it is also a lot higher impact. And a lot of people want that, guys. A lot of people want that. 
and and a lot of these CrossFit gym owners just don't. <clears throat> it's so foreign to them because they're they're selling out of their own pockets. Because most right. gym owners just aren't doing that great. Let's let's be real with it, right? And thirty five hundred hours it seems like a lot to to a lot of people, but it's not a lot to a lot of people. Well, Where's you know that, how much it, you it, it, it in their lot, lifetime. It, yeah. So you know, I and I always I always ask this question. It you know, and I now I used to have to ask this question if I got on a call, a sales call. I don't have to ask it anymore because the will has really helped me with the application process mm -hmm. and making sure that you know the right people are getting in and they're filling out the application. And you know, you know, if they fill out it in the wrong way, they automatically get disqualified and they get sent to my programs. Which again, they can get those for basically nothing. They're almost free. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've got free programs too that they can download for nothing. Um, so needless to say that there, there's a place for them. But um, I used to say to people, you know, how much have you, how much do you think you've spent getting to the point you're at and you're still not where you want to be? So let's just cut the bullshit. You, I mean, I'm sure you've probably paid if you, if you quantify the last decade or sometimes more, how much you've put into getting mm -hmm. in the shape you want to be in, you're still not in the shape you want to be in. So why don't we just fix this problem now? You're probably not going to need me forever on this level. Let's, let's get it fixed. Let's get it done now. And then after six months, guess what? That $27 a month app will probably be the right fit for you, but let's develop the habits. Let's figure out what's sustainable for you. And then let's move forward from there. I, I say that to a lot of my clients. I don't want you to need me on this level forever. Coincidentally, I, I have a lot of those same people that have been with my clients now for six, seven years. Yeah. So because they see the um, value in it. It's it's so them paying you that money is so valuable to them just for the accountability. And that's that's it. Like a lot of the ones that you let them know they don't have to do this forever. Mm -hmm. They do stay forever. So right. many of them do that. Um, and it's incredible. And the, the the people who pay the most will get the best results on average, statistically, every time by a landslide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're I mean, more invested in it. They're going to do the work. You could have these killer programs, but and you could work with them one on one. But if you charge them ninety nine bucks a month, I guarantee you they wouldn't see the results they're seeing. No, you know, it's so funny. You think about like family, like you, you try to help family, give yeah. them, a, you know, I, I give them access to my app or I give them a free program, whatever the case may be. They never do it. You know, it's like almost you almost like want to charge your family and friends more because they they just take it for granted. They never do it. Um, but it's it's the same thing, though. They're just not as invested in it as they would be if they plop down, you know, a decent chunk of money. Um, people are like, well, geez, I'm 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 invested now. I I, I kind of have to do it um, and they have to do it. I mean, obviously, there is some some uh, there is some trade offs there. But I think that, you know, again, kind of just, uh, what I want to say, like breaking the ice and just getting past that sticking point mm -hmm. where they can now get into a rhythm and figure out what the sustainability piece is for them. How do they, how do they have a sustainable eating habit, a sustainable training, you know, sleep hygiene, I mean, go down the list. Um, that is the stuff that, that really makes the magic. I had a guy that worked with me one-on-one -on -one for a year and a half. He's, he's actually 61 years old, one of my best clients. And he worked with us very high ticket, paid a lot of money to work with us for, for, uh, he was working, he was working with me and my, uh, nutrition coach. So we were doing everything with this guy. Um, and he's now in a place where he uses my $27 a month app and he's great. He's smart. He knows that, Hey, I'm 61. I, you know, I might have to dial back some of the volume, 
Um, but he is a technician with his meal prep. He does not go off his diet. He is committed. He he's 12% body fat wants to be 10. And he's again, he's 61 years old, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, he has figured it out and he is finally at the place where he does not need us on a level. Does, will he ever come back on one-on-one? -on -one? I would say he, he likely will get to a point where he wants to even go deeper and, mm -hmm. and get even better. But the, the point of the, my, you know, this whole thing is that he plopped down the money, he committed, he dropped a ton of body fat. Um, and he figured out that sustainability piece, which is missing from so many programs. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Jason, this was awesome having you on. I'm glad you're such a massive fitness nerd um, because that is not my jam. I just don't have the patience for programming. And uh, the fact that you love that is, is such a gift to the world <laughs> because there's a lot of us who don't. There's a lot. Yeah, of you know, I, I, I think about that's funny. Someone just commented on a um, an IG post and said, "How do you stay motivated to train?" I'm like, "This is my life." Like, I think yeah. about training as much as I think about anything. Um, so, and I think that there is something really cool to when you figure out how to optimize those things. You know, yeah. again, I think CrossFit, it's strength and conditioning, and that's what CrossFit did for me. It opened my eyes to this whole new world. And, um, without it, I probably wouldn't have gone down the energy systems rabbit hole that I did. And when you have figured out what that code is, a lot of great things happening. And, you know, again, I think that anyone listening that's uh, interested in program design would benefit from, you know, even, you know, a lot of stuff that CrossFit doesn't teach in L1, I mean, get a basic exercise, you know, by strength training and conditioning, um, the NSCA textbook, um, essentials of strength training and conditioning, and, and just learn about some of those areas in there, because you'll, you'll realize that, you know, there is a lot of complex science and do you need to have, you know, a, a do you need to have a PhD level on the nervous system? No, but understanding that there are different aspects to it and it's all affected differently by stress and training and even stress outside of the gym, that stuff is key to keeping your clients progressing, keeping them coming back. If they feel burnt out, what does burnout mean? Well, that means they probably lose motivation. And everyone says, oh, they're just not motivated anymore. Well, that's overtraining. Overtraining is loss of motivation. Mm. So that, again, comes full circle with business because you can't keep clients if they're burnt out or they're getting hurt. Um, so, you know, you guys listening, I, I want you to keep your clients for life. That's, that's, it's a lot easier to keep the clients you have than to acquire new ones. Don't be in the client acquisition hamster wheel and trying to get new clients. Keep the ones you have. It's a lot cheaper and it's a lot more impactful. 100%. The best source of your new business is old business. That's mm -hmm. how I put it. It's absolutely, absolutely. Um, we know how hard it is to acquire new clients, guys. So so keep them. So um, Jason, thank you so much for coming on. Um, guys, his path was was CrossFit owner to going into an online business, servicing other businesses. And now he's more business to consumer. That being said, he does have amazing uh, resources for other gym owners as well. So what's the best way they can get in, in touch with you, Jason? Uh, JasonBrownCoaching.com. And there's, I've got tons of resources for you guys. I mean, check out any of my articles. Is I've got over a thousand articles online currently. Um, I'm putting out a lot new of new YouTube videos that are more in depth as far as the science and 
you know, if you're looking to, to learn more in those areas, there's, there's plenty of materials for free. You don't have to buy a thing from me. You can check out any of my articles on my site, any of my YouTube videos. And, um, you know, again, plenty of free downloads and, and stuff like that. I've got a free mini course too. If any of you guys, you know, are interested in that, feel free. You can just shoot, shoot us an email at info at Jason Brown coaching, um, that you can, you can check out as well. So again, lots of free stuff for you to take in. Um, you know, you don't need to buy a, a damn thing. You can get all this stuff for free if you want it. Very cool. Well, we're going to leave the notes in the, uh, the show notes, um, with all those links and everything like that. And, um, yeah, what he's done, uh, you, you know, you know, Will, Will Schiller's not guest hosting this show, um, but that's who Jason has worked with and seen a lot of benefits to help him with his online businesses. We hired him last year. Dave and I hired him last year and he's helped us. And now he's come on board with PT Legends to help other gym owners build their online businesses as well. Um, so I'll leave his handle also in the show notes. If that is you, you want to be like, hey, how can I do that as well? Like Jason has. We'll leave that there. And then, um, yeah, jasonbrowncoaching.com. So, Jason, thank you so much for for coming on board uh, on the show. We're going to have you again in the future, too. So for those of you who awesome. really like this, keep a lookout. We're going to have Jason on again. We'll get into some nitty gritty stuff. So thanks a lot for watching. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. If you liked it, leave us a five star review. Check out our free sources in the show notes. You'll have everything you need. We'll help you crush your goals and build your dream business. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you next week. Dave and myself, Scott, would love to thank you for tuning in and listening to the PT Legends podcast. You can get direct access to us by joining our free Facebook group. Go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash seven-figure personal trainer. That's seven-figure personal trainer with the number seven. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep on learning and keep on living. Finally, if you picked up any tips whatsoever in this episode that you found helpful, be sure to leave us a review and tell us what you like best about it. Can't wait to see you on the next episode.